The following episode was recorded before March 2024, and while the content shared is valuable and useful, it features Rob, who is no longer involved in the business. Hey, it's Rob and Kennedy. Hello, and today on the Email Marketing Show, we're asking the question, is email marketing really right for you? Now, when this podcast episode comes to an end, we don't want you to feel like you're all alone with loads of questions about how this works for you. So come and hang out in our free Facebook group. It's called the Email Marketing Show Community. You can share what you're working on, ask questions, and get stuck into all of the cool training and resources that we've got there as well. Just hurl up on Facebook and search for the Email Marketing Show Community, or go to a web browser like Chrome and type in robandkennedy.group. It will forward you straight over there. He has been mistaken for a woman on two separate occasions. It's hypnotist Robert Temple. And he sends a sample of his monthly print newsletter to himself, but addresses it to Brian Booby. It's mind reader Kennedy. Kennedy. Now, I've got to ask, did you do that intentionally or by accident the first time? So the thing is, I'm really good friends with my assistant who sends these out, and I thought it would be really fun to just raise a smile. So I, I did I did it on purpose, yes, just to raise a smile. My intention was actually to change the name every single month, but I haven't done it yet. It's been four years. I want you to change the first name to Clara and see what the second one becomes. Fellow email marketing heroes, yes, we are here every single week giving course creators, coaches, and membership site owners everything you need to use psychology-driven email marketing to be the email marketing hero of your business. Make sure you do hit the subscribe button so that you don't miss out on a single episode of this because, well, you wouldn't want that, would you? Now, you might be listening to this and thinking... Should I even be doing this email marketing thing? Like, will this work for me? Will this work for my business? Or I don't have a list and therefore I can't do email marketing. We'll cover that in a minute. Uh, And like, you know, you might just think, should I be doing this? Will this work for me? Is it worth the effort? Is it worth the time? Is it worth getting into? Yeah, it it can be quite intimidating, I suppose. Like if at that point when you're thinking, right, I've maybe been listening to the show for a while or I've been reading up on it a while. This is my first episode. But it can be intimidating to think, well, everybody else, I mean, we've done this with other things. Like everybody else is ahead of the game or I see everybody else doing it, but will it really work for me? My business is different. The good thing is all of our businesses are different. That's great. And we all have to do things in a slightly different way. But the big thing we've got to remember is everybody, us, You, the people who've got a bajillion subscribers, every single one of us had a very special day when we got subscriber number one. And of course, at the end of that day, (laughs) you end up sitting there going, yeah, but will I get subscriber number two? Or will it just be me ma'am listening to or reading me emails? So the good news is everybody does start off with subscriber number one. And that's a really humbling thing to think about, that everybody, the big gurus, the people you really respect... Even us. We got subscriber number one one day. That happened to that person. There was a day when they cranked open a brand new active campaign account or something, convert kit, whatever, and they got their first subscriber. And the good news is the sooner you do it, the sooner you can get your second one. But you can't get your second one, and it sounds mad, but you can't get your second subscriber until you've got your first one. So 
quick start. Let's get on with it. Do you know what I mean? Let's do it. At no point is that, you know, the heavens going to open and the list fairy is going to come down and give you a, a subscriber list of people. So you don't expect and don't want to just like start your business and go, right, I'm going to get a hundred subscribers on day one. And then I'm going to crack on from there because it's not going to happen. You're going to get one and then you're going to get your second one, as Kennedy said. And the good news is, as we've said before, that person, the first subscriber doesn't know their subscriber number one. They don't know that you don't have a list of a billion people because you don't tell them. And of course, it's not like Instagram where if you've only got three followers, they know. Uh, they don't know you're, you're they, that they're your only subscriber. And so that's a really good place to start, right? This is a really, really powerful position for you to be in. And what's really interesting is one of the big things I remember in Marketing 101 when I was first learning direct response email marketing, one of the things that they used to harp on about all the time in all those big courses by Jan Kennedy and all, all the... All the big people. They used to talk about, you've got to write an email as if you're sending it to one person. So when the person receives it, they're reading it as if it's a one-to-one -one intimate conversation. You don't want to start an email off with, hi guys, everyone's doing this. What do you mean? I am not guys. I am not guys. That, that's wrong. So actually what you're going to remember is we these emails must feel like a one-to-one -one communication. No, you're not going to fake it. You're not going to pretend they are one-to-one -one communications. Obviously, you're going to be legit and, and above board with it all. But they've got to feel like they are a one-to-one -one communication. So the best way to do that is get your first subscriber. So let's get that off the table to begin with. So nobody knows that they're the first subscriber. You, you can crack on. The thing is, every single type of business, no matter what kind of business you've got, your customers, your followers, your audience, your ideal perfect customer who's going to stick with you forever or, or spend the most with you or you're going to enjoy working with the most, they've all got email addresses because you can't have an Instagram account or a Facebook account or a anything account without having an email address. You can't. So everyone's got an email address. That's good news. Your customer, whether you're dealing with um, people who are older, people who are middle-aged, or people who are like, if you're dealing with kids, most kids these days, for their school stuff, need to need to have an email address. So whether they're 13 or 30 or 300 years old, maybe not, they, they have an email address. Everyone has an email address. In fact, yeah. I think this is really interesting. You know, if you look at different businesses, so maybe you teach scuba diving, maybe you teach, you know, uh, uh, you know, health and fitness, whatever it is. If you look at different niches, you'll often find people say, well, my audience really hang out on this platform or my audience really hang on this platform. So for example, if you're selling wedding dresses, then one of the best places that you could be is going to be Pinterest, probably. Pinterest, Instagram for wet selling like wedding dresses and bridal stuff. And if you sell interior design, same sort of deal. But if you're selling something that's more corporate, you probably want to going to be on LinkedIn. You're probably going to be on maybe Facebook as well. And so people always talk about, well, where is my audience? I'll tell you where all those people are. Email. <laughs> 100% of them. Like, it's not like, do I pick TikTok or Instagram? No, email. Like, yeah, yeah. They're, they're, definitely they're all there. there. They're, all, they're all there, 100% of them. So if you want to know where your audience is, they're on email. Good. Thank you. Good and, night. And let's, face, let's face it. Those social media platforms send emails all the time. The first thing that happens when you first sign up is they'll send you a code by email to verify that's your email address. They do that because that have it, them having that email address is really important because every time somebody tags you in a photograph or sends you a message, people send you a Facebook message and Facebook email you to tell you you've got a Facebook message. I mean, when we were speaking to Tom Kulzer from Aweber a few weeks ago, he was talking about how the fact that 
social media are one of social media platforms are one of the biggest senders of email in the world. I mean, that is a real testament to it. And literally, I mean, if we just look at the types of members we've got inside of our membership, the league, all doing email marketing from all types of different businesses. For example, uh, the, the lovely Rachel, who has a, she's a, a pet business PR person. So she teaches other pet businesses how to do really good PR. She's doing really great email marketing. You've got John, John from Australia. He helps he helps other people grow a healthy church using really good email marketing. And then Sue, who is a photographer doing like amazing portrait shoots of new mums and soon to be mums and stuff, uses email in order to make sure that you get more people who inquire turning into customers and repeat customers and ongoing customers. And then other Sue, we've got all the Sues, uh, another Sue uh, with food and recipes to help people on the autistic spectrum to do like their own cooking and stuff. Yeah. And we've got Nick, who's a fabulous, another fabulous member. She's got an e-commerce store where she sells homemade and handmade uh, baby gifts and keepsakes. We've got Arnie who helps people grow their groups online, their Facebook groups and communities so that they can build fans and turn them into customers. And we've got another Rachel who sells online fitness programs. Like, there's so many people, regardless of whether you've got a product or service, you're B2B, B2C, whether you are a large business or a small business, doing email in a really effective way. And, and the reason they're doing it is because the reason people join any of our email lists is because they've got a problem, they've got a question, they've got something missing that they really want a solution to, and they believe you're the person who has the answer to that. Now, we can kind of divide, I think, every business really into two categories, can't we? There's the people who sell their knowledge. So what you're buying from them is their knowledge. And that's going to be things like, you know, your accountant. It's going to be courses that you want to buy. It's going to be coaching, some sort of consultancy. It's going to be, you know, recipes, a personal trainer, you know, training on how to grow your church, those things. Yeah, yeah. And then on the flip of that, yeah, on the flip of that, you've got people who are selling the product of their knowledge. So there's the knowledge directly that Rob just talked about. But then you've got the, the product of the knowledge, which is a photographer. What they're selling is memories. They're selling they're selling the actual outcome there. Um, you've got entertainers. Again, it's a product of their knowledge. If you're a magician, all those secrets you know about how to make magic happen, that that's the product that people are buying. If you're a, a children's entertainer, you're selling the outcome of that. So how can those people be doing be doing email marketing? For example, if it's a product, if, if, if you're a person who's selling the product of your knowledge, that's a slightly more difficult, you might think, thing to send emails about because how on earth can you come up with ideas for emails? Well, what you actually do is you, if you're in the, if you're in the knowledge business, if you're selling your knowledge, you're, a, you're an accountant, you're in coaching, you're selling recipes, you're a PT, something like that, then you can obviously, you can send emails with bits of knowledge in. You can tell people what they should be doing, why they should be doing it, all that sort of stuff. But if you're selling a product of your knowledge, what you actually need to do is just widen that knowledge, widen that little thought a little bit. And what you're doing there, for example, if you're a photographer like Sue, member of the league, she does lots of family portraits and stuff. So what she can be emailing about is, Family stuff, stuff you can do as a family to make great memories. 
That's really useful, really valuable content. In fact, if you go back to one of our previous type, uh, previous episodes, I'm looking it up now on this fancy spreadsheet, episode 47 of the show, you'll hear the seven different types of value that you can give in your emails. And you, c- you can definitely pull many of those things out. So you can inspire people you inspire your subscribers if they're if you're a photographer. You could give them ideas. You could answer their questions. There's lots of different things you could do there. If you're uh, maybe a, a family a family entertainer, like you do children's parties or something, as as a magician, for example, uh, one of the things you could do is you could talk about making education fun, right? You could talk about how to uh, how to keep your kids entertained at the weekends when it's a rainy day or really good days out for families to go to. So it's about widening that and using your knowledge and applying it to what our friend Janet Murray talks about is the wider emotional needs of your audience. What are the emotional needs of that audience and where do they relate to you? So in the case of the photographer, it's all about memories and about families. If it's a family photographer, how can you serve their needs as as with, with in, in terms of giving them better memories, helping them build memories, helping them do stuff as a family? And this really applies to, like, if you sell the physical product, which is, again, the product of your knowledge, so you know how to, for example, Nick in the league makes these amazing, like, keepsakes and stuff out of old baby clothes and that kind of thing. Her knowledge is on how you make these incredible things, because, I mean, correctly, I wouldn't know where to start. Right. But how you make the incredible things, how you design them, put them together, make them, actually physically stitch them or whatever together, that's the knowledge. The product of that knowledge is the thing. Now, you might think, well, people aren't going to buy that every day. And no, they're not. But the bit that allows her to keep that email marketing going between between one purchase and the next is again being able to talk about family stuff memories again it all it actually ties in very nicely with what sue do, can do mm-hmm. it's talking about all those different things uh, likewise we spoke to somebody recently who has who sells vegan handbags and again people aren't going to buy vegan handbags every day but if you think about the wider scope of what vegans are interested in so what you're looking to do is you're looking to take the people who pay you for something and figure out what is it that they have in common because that's actually what you're going after when you're sending email marketing stuff. You're looking at, again, if you're a photographer, you might do weddings. Okay, you've got some couples. That's good. Now you've got babies, newborn babies and their families. That's good. Okay, great. You've got young couples who want to have a, a shoot together. You've got families who want to have their big family shoot together. If you look at all those people and just figure out what have they got in common, what 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 ties them together in relation to your product or service, it is the fact that they are they 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 treasure each other, they treasure memories, they treasure the time they spend together, and you get to create all of that stuff and, and combine all of that stuff together into what you're actually sending out. All this sounds like it takes a lot of time. But one of the things you'll probably have heard us talk about a lot, and we talk about this a lot if you've been in our world a little while now, and that is it does not need to take a lot of time. You can do your email marketing in less than 20 minutes a day. We email every single day, and I have a thing. I did it again this morning, Rob. Actually, I didn't even tell you this. I wrote my daily email of the day-to-day while the kettle boiled. Literally, filled the kettle up to make my first cup of tea in the morning. It was about 6.15. Filled the kettle up, hit it on boil, opened my laptop, bashed out the email. By the time the kettle clicked off boiling, I'd finished and set my email of the day. So what must that have been? Six minutes? I mean, I've got a pretty... My kettle's a bit weird. It's taking, I don't know what's going on with it, but it's a bit slow. So even if it was six minutes, which is a long time in kettle land, isn't it? Making a cup of tea, you're thirsty. Oh, I need a caffeine in the morning. But I could get the email out in that day. 
And then if you're building a campaign, maybe you can spend another 10 to 20, 10 to 15 minutes of the day doing that. So it doesn't need to take loads of time. And the reason it doesn't need to take loads of time is because email marketing is really not that much about the technology. A lot of people get stuck in this idea that, oh, but it's a bit technical. It does. It really doesn't need to be. Yeah, we want to make sure that you're, you're like leveraging the psychology that we teach you and let that work really hard so the technology doesn't have to work very hard for you at all. You've got to do some basic stuff like tag some people and put them in the right places and all that stuff. But it really is very, very straightforward. Even if, even if you have a fancier kettle than Kennedy's, you might need to boil your kettle twice in order to cover the time it takes you to write your email. Right. Or you could like get a nicer quality of tea, which doesn't actually need to be need to be stuck with uh, 100 degree water and allow it to cool down. My kettle's got a, one of those fancy thermometer things on the side. It tells you the temperature of the tea so you can get it just right for the type of tea you use. So you can have it hot, slightly less hot. Not very hot. Yeah, yeah. Do you want that lukewarm? Do you want, do you want freezing cold tea? Shouldn't have put it in the kettle. <laughs> do you want a cup of tea you can have a bath in? This is the, this is the temperature for you. So what you're really looking to do here is, again, like, and you know what? We re- This is one of the reasons why we like to do the emails every single day, because actually it's really fun to be able to go, look, it takes us less than 20 minutes a day, probably less than 10 minutes a day. Quite often inside the league, I'll go live inside our Facebook group and write our daily email that sells the league. Uh, a bit meta, uh, actually live on a call. And uh, I think the longest it's ever taken was like 23, 24 minutes. And that was with me having to explain it and do the thought process out loud and yeah. over teach it to make sure everybody understood what was going on. Uh, and so it definitely takes less than 20 minutes a day when, you, when you're doing it. And the truth is that's the highest return on investment time you will spend in your business. Whatever else you do, like nothing will get you a higher return on investment if you do this right. Because again, as Kennedy said, it's not about being buried in the tech, but it's about leveraging amazing relationships that you get to build with your subscribers, delivering massive value and using all of the psychological stuff that we teach in order to make sure that you're building really, really deep relationships with those people. And the other great news about all of this, and I can tell you this as a dyslexic um, who I find, I find reading and writing very, very difficult and I have to put active effort into it, is you don't need to be a good writer. You do not need to be the next Stephen King or, or whoever to, to write really good emails. In fact, we did an episode, back on episode 49 of the show, we talked about how to leverage the, the fact that you're not a professional writer to your absolute advantage, right? You don't need to be a good writer. You can just write it out. People are very forgiving. People want to hear your personal voice. And if that includes typos and other kind of grammatical crap, mine do. And people gel with me because of that. But do go listen back to episode 49 where we unpack how to actually leverage the fact you're not a great writer. We actually say, even if you're a crap writer, you can actually leverage that as well. So you don't need to be a great writer. So hopefully that gives you some ideas on how email marketing can work for you because there's not a business in the world and we've got a real diverse of, uh, diverse range of members and people in our world and our Facebook group and everything, in fact, uh, who, who are doing email marketing on some really bizarre niches. I mean, I never thought we would have somebody who helps people grow a healthy church in our world or people who helps autistic people, families with with members on the autistic spectrum to cook. I mean, these are really interesting things. And if they can do it, absolutely whatever you're doing, you can too. And if you want some help, if you want to sort of share your ideas on 
this, how shall I do this bit or what can I do there or what kind of emails should I be sending? Hey, come and join us in our free Facebook group. It's called The Email Marketing Show Community. It's the Facebook group we've built around this very show and we'd love to have you over there. It's free for you to join. Just go to Facebook and look for The Email Marketing Show Community or if you prefer to open up your web browser like Chrome or Firefox, something like that, go and look for robandkennedy.group and that will forward you over to the group. But now it's time for our... Subject line of the week. Subject line of the week. The weird thing about this subject line is it was the email that was it was the email that was sent about actually about... I'm going to start again. It was the email... I'm glad we don't edit this show. <laughs> about it was shibout. The, about shibout. <laughs> so this subject line came from the email that was about the thing Kennedy referenced earlier. Um, the subject line was fancy a cuppa. Oh, yes. And it was actually it was actually just talking about the fact that Kennedy was able to write one of his daily emails in less than the time it took the kettle to boil. So literally, if you want a cuppa, go and put the kettle on, challenge yourself, get your email written in that short space of time. So that's what it was about. And this week's subject line of the week was fancy a cuppa. Subject line of the week. Subject line of the week. If you've enjoyed the show, make sure you hit the subscribe button. But as well, do us a massive favour. Give it a bit of a share on the old socials. Yeah, indeed. Like the more people listen to this, the more people are going to start doing email marketing. And we are on this two-man mission and we want you to join us to save the world from bad, underperforming, terrible, scammy, scummy, dirty, grubby email marketing. That was all the adjectives I could think of. Uh, and go. so we want, you to, we want you to share this. And this is just a blatant, please go and share it somewhere on social media if you've enjoyed this. Tell some other people who need to listen. Yeah, do us a favour. Grab a screenshot of yourself listening to this or or something like that and put it on the old Instagram. We are on the Instagram. We're on the Twitter as well. We're on all of the platforms under the same handle, which is at Rob and Kennedy. And we'll give it a share. We'll give you some love and we'd really appreciate it. Thanks again for listening. We'll be back next week with another bodacious guest. Yeah, I said it.